Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A got a surprising diagnosis that threatens her reputation with her lovers. A bad-smelling vagina can totally happen to you. But let's talk about it so you don't feel ashamed and you know what to do when it happens to you. And guys, as awkward as this might sound to you, listen up, because the more you know about vaginas, the more you'll be able to love them. This is Pushing Boundaries with TNA. I'm T. And I'm A. Greetings, everyone. (laughs) It took us three times to read through that because we were laughing hysterically. Yeah, we had to do the intro because that's how much shame we have around it. (laughs) I'm really, this is uncomfortable, but I'm telling you my story anyway. Because I think it could be helpful. It enlightened me. Yeah. It's, this, is, this is a step forward for us. I mean, look. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Also, why it's imperative. And we decided to do a show about it. Because it's so not talked about. And it's so common. Well, like, so many women are dealing with, can we say, basically, vag- bacterial vaginosis. Bacterial, bacterial vaginosis. You're <laughs> 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 Bacterial vaginosis. But look, it's in the camp of, like, vaginal inflammation, infections. Totally. I mean, yeast infections are, like, right next to it. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I have had a bacterial infection before, but a, a, a couple, which, but it, it, no, it wasn't smelly. The only reason I knew is because I was having... Um, more discharge than normal but it wasn't smelly it wasn't any but this time but here's what happened okay I'll, I'll tell you the story so I don't know if you guys remember but we did that episode about group sex a while ago mm-hmm. and um and I went to a mansion party and so what happened was because you can't have group sex if it's not in a mansion right <laughs> <laughs> well it just happened to be in a mansion sure, sure so anyway just to reference that because and I, uh, so, so I went to the party and I'm, and I'm wandering around the hallways <laughs> with my friend, with like, I was with a couple of friends and all of a sudden, and I, it, this was later in the party where everyone started participating in various acts of sex all over the place. And so we're just kind of taking it all in. And I walk down the hall and all of a sudden I walk into this one area in this like wall of odor. Wow. hits us and I've never smelled anything like it it was some mix between this is really gross I'm sorry you guys but it's it but to talk it we need to talk about it <laughs> so it is this really weird mix of like garbage but feces or something I didn't know what Ooh. was going on it was really really bad and I turned to my friend who's a man and I said I said what is that like what happened did something die like what and he's like mm-hmm. no that's vagina and I was shocked because I've never smelled that. I've never had it. You know, it right. was just totally foreign thing. Well, it was this it reminds mythical me of thing. the fruit from Singapore that's supposed to smell like pussy. What? Yeah, like there's good a pus- fruit. Good. I think it's like a lot of people say it smells kind of funky and maybe a little bit of a garbagey thing. And like, but but it's a delicacy, and and men say that it tastes like that. But they they do love it. Like I said, it's like a delicacy. Well, but here's the thing, T, because you know you talk about female female scent is it, it's different for every woman and some mm. women have a stronger stronger scent. scent than others and and it's not but it's not necessarily this bad unhealthy smell you know right. so i'm like wow is that cannot just be a woman's natural 
mm-hmm. scent that just d- just d- there's no way so a light bulb went off so for you a light, well here's what so after the, so it was just uh, enlightening right i have i happen to have this i call it a condition because it's it's annoying but ever since i was a young kid when i was six if there's something that i get really curious about like the first time it happened this <laughs> girlfriend in in school had this like mark under her eye that looked like a mechanical pencil had poked her and like left its lead there so it was just this little blue mark under her eye mm-hmm. and I remember uh, not the eyeball on the skin and I remember looking at her and I was so curious about it and I'm like wow what would it be like to have a dot under your eye I'm like that's so interesting it's like yeah blah 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 and then sure enough like two months later or something I had a freaking dot under my eye just like <laughs> this girl and i I'm like six, right? But I'm like, oh my God, that's so weird, you know? And you manifested it. R- I don't know. But I'm telling you throughout my life, this has happened again and again and again with like someone who has back pain. Oh, back pain. Well, you know, and I try to figure out what's going on with their back or whatever. So I'm, I don't know if I'm just super empathic or sensitive or whatever, but this happened. So when I went to the mansion party and I'm like, wow, bad vagina smell. What is going on? Sure enough, two weeks later, I start smelling funky down there. And I'm like, dear God, is that me? <laughs> <laughs> and it was. And it was, it, it was, I was embarrassed. It, was that a bacterial vaginosis So diagnosis? I went to the doctor and it was, which I was surprised about because I had been diagnosed before in my life with bacterial vaginosis, but it did not smell like that. Wow. So, in, so then it happened, that was about six months ago. It happened again recently, like a couple weeks ago, which is why we're talking about it now. Yeah. And I, I think an issue is that how it can go undetected because well, you're not aware of the scent. Well, well, now, now I, I'm after that diagnosis six months ago, I kind of feel like I know what to look for where I was mm. feeling like achy a little bit down there, like in my sort of uterus area. Yeah. And um, it just felt similar. The discharge was similar and the smell was very faint, but still there. But yeah. it's sneaky. It totally is sneaky. And you kind of like, you're like, is that me? Is that something else? And then your body gets used to it. And then it doesn't smell like a foreign. It's bizarre. Well, so, And I think I've gotten pretty good at identifying when something's off with my body. But I think as women, like it takes a while to start learning or, or really listening to, you know, if you're feeling cramping down there, is it just I'm ovulating, ovulating in my yeah. period? Or right. yeah. Or you're like, mm, something's definitely off. to figure out. Something's off. Right. <laughs> and, you know, and I always thought, and it's because... I, I never thought that this would happen to me because <laughs> because I, I always associated or thought that w- any woman who had a really funky smell going on just wasn't in touch with her body, had to do had with hygiene issues, just wasn't, you know, whatever. But that but I'm not. I'm super in touch with my body. I'm very familiar. Like I taste myself regularly just to know, you know. It, you eat a very like whole foods diet. Right. And not to be confused with the brand. But I, yeah, right. <laughs> but um, but it did. But so so but it did happen. And so I went to the doctor again and she diagnosed me again. But she did say she's like, oh, it's a um, it's the same strain. And I and I said, well, what is it? And she's like, well, it's just it's a coli in your vagina. And I'm like, oh, well, what does coli that mean? causes everything. <laughs> well, it causes UTIs, right? When you get oh, really? coli. Yeah, that's the cause of UTIs. Oh, that's funny. No, I wasn't you aware. You didn't know that? Too? Well, I knew that it was, back to, people always say bacteria. They don't call it E. coli. That's getting into your urethra. Your, right. Sorry, yeah. That's how <laughs> getting into I, my doctors tract. have explained it to me. 
But so, but so anyway, so she said this particular one that she had tested for. She said, "Yeah, it's it's E. coli," and, I, and I'm like, "This is but like this is weird that it's happening twice in six but months." But does E. coli only come from say the anus? Well, no. She said it also comes from the mouth. So she's like, "Well, I." So I said because she was asking me, "Well, are you doing anal play or whatever?" I'm like, "Yes, but responsibly." Or so I thought. But I'm like, "Look, it's sex. It's all going on down there." Hard but she did say. She did say the mouth does have E. coli, so you can totally just get it from oral sex. Point is, like, so if frustrating. I, I know, but she's like, well, the bottom line is you need to boost your immune system. Make sure that because that you know you're. I guess I'm extra susceptible to it at the moment. I don't know. I'm working too hard. I, there's a million different reasons why, but anyway, that so so yes. So that was my that was my diagnosis. Yeah, um, I never thought it would happen, though. Really. You know what? I I mean, a couple things come up for me. I just think about, um, you know, I've had more issues with yeast infections and UTIs, and I think a lot of women deal with that. Mm-hmm. And I like talking about this, by the way, because the the more we're able to talk about it freely rather than feeling shame around it. I mean, it's such a weird thing, but like, you know, you're, st- you're still going to work. You're still doing all this stuff and you can be in severe pain. Like UTIs are really debilitating and like make you feel fatigued and all this stuff. And if you can't sort of explain it, like just saying, I don't feel well. Yeah. Doesn't always, you know, like, like people, they're like, oh, okay, whatever. Yes. But yes, you're right. I don't know and, if I'm going to tell everyone that I have a UTI, but, but it, I will tell men and women equally. Well, I'll say, you know, I have a UTI. I feel really, you know, this is. And it's shocking how much stigma there is really. I mean, T, you had told me a story about someone who you grew up around, right? There was. Well, no. So I was actually in college. First of all, I got my first yeast infection in college before I was sexually active. So a lot of people don't realize you can get any of these without being sexually active. And there's a big stigma around this idea of, oh, you had sex. That's why you got it. Right. And let me just clarify that uh, bacterial vaginosis is not an STD. Neither. Yeah. Right. Neither, yeah. neither, neither is a yeast, yeast infection. infection or a UTI. <laughs> uh, but um, even though it's like an acronym. But like they can STI, result from sexual activity only because More there's common. juices. You're having a different and like a whole different person put their bacteria in your bacteria. Yeah. Yeah. What's their the, diet? What's their. Right. You know. Exactly. Um, so I was so actually in, in a dressing yeah. room in college. And for whatever reason, the dressing room lady felt very free to chat or this was stressing her out, I'm sure. But apparently her son's girlfriend had a had a yeast infection and she was going off about it and she said she said oh and she has a yeast infection so i know they're having sex and i don't want that girl around him and and basically putting the onus on the girl and basically talking about like how dirty she is oh god yeah and i i stuck my head out of the dressing room and i said actually you can get a <laughs> yeast infection without having sex and she said no you can't and i said i am 100% sure because i got one myself um Good which for i you thank you um yeah there's yeah it, it, it that said a lot I of feel like right a lot of stigma a lot of judgment again a reaction that's happening from something that maybe if it is sex like people partook in but it's it's like the judgment is on the woman I I also feel like um well, well hmm, what I was gonna say I mean yes because a woman has a vagina it's an open cavity it's very sensitive um, Such an unflattering way to I know it, it is but I'm just saying that like let's be realistic there is a hole in your body where no, like things whole, can go in there. fleshy membrane people okay. talk about this the membrane I'm just saying that's no, like a nicer I know. I'm like, just the saying that like think if you think about the fact that it's you really have delicate. an open an opening that it's actually quite large 
Mm-hmm. Anything could happen. And so may, I think... If you don't take care of it. Right. Well, by the way, reading... Or it's you just know, a, it's ways a that it can be caused. Yes, a delicate ecosystem and the way that things like this can be caused. One of the things they mentioned was nylon underwear, right? Mm-hmm. Like this idea of keeping it dry, like, you, right. you know, airy, like you don't want things that are making moisture build in that area. Right. And I was like, I think 90% of underwear out there for women is nylon. It's sad but true. Yeah. yeah. And then I thought, well, that's probably when I saw an increase of, you know, getting yeast infections. Um, that said, no, you just don't wear any underwear. <laughs> yeah, largely. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm wearing like a little skirt that flutters, I'm like, just in case there's a breeze, I can wear underwear this once. <laughs> I'm not quite at the phase that I'm comfortable with my skirt blowing up and everyone seeing it on the street. Yeah, if it's a short I'm not that skirt, confident. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But long <laughs> silk skirts with no underwear is a dream. Yeah, I agree. D- anyway, <laughs> yeah. getting back to it. But what I, what I, also want to hit on is um i feel like there is an indicator that my body is speaking to me about is is telling me maybe what's happening emotionally or if there's too much stress in my life Mm -hmm. i'm gonna get more yeast infections more utis i mean this also relates to the body being run down and more vulnerable Mm -hmm. um but i don't feel like we ever talk about that enough i mean it took me years to ever acknowledge that and kind of say okay what are my physical symptoms yeah yeah this happens to me too. And so T and I, were, we were talking about this and we were late, relating our stories. And uh, and it is pretty fascinating, like looking back on my history with this lover and that lover and having different issues. And I feel like with every partner, different physical issues arise with my, with my like vagina's ecosystem. Do you know what I mean? Um, and T. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Well, basically... To be honest, I didn't really get yeast infections and UTIs for most of my early 20s. And then, you know, I was in a relationship with someone where I started to get them a lot with this person. And it's tough to say, you know, I I always thought, well, maybe it's different diet. Like I'm allergic to gluten. I'm actually celiac. I'll projectile vomit (laughs) if I eat it. Uh, And so I was with a partner who, say, eats more breads and these sort of things, which are literally related to yeast. I don't know, but I would get more of these and also when I was like I said physically run down not sleeping enough maybe at a festival or something and um but apart from the festivals you would still get them. yeah yeah I was getting them more frequently um I think I also mentioned just basically I felt like I, I okay <laughs> in the relationship I started seeing more of them and then when I moved out they went away I've Bingo. hardly had them <laughs> since I moved out and and was no longer in this relationship that happened to me too well, it wasn't UTIs, or, or but it like I would have constant irritation, and I think it was I was having a bacterial infection. It was just like irritate constant. I was constantly having to go checked up, and they didn't know what was yeah, going on. Yeah, I was constantly actually. going to the doctor all but of a sudden. I would have pain during intercourse toward wow. the end of the relationship. Well, also at some point I had a cyst on an ovary. And I had to, I went to the doctor. We were having, actually during intercourse, I had a really painful like jab. Like it hurt. Like I've never felt anything like it. Went to the doctor and he said, oh, you have the cyst. Um, and again, it's like, is it the relationship? I don't know. But when I, I haven't had that problem since, you know. And I, and I, for me, I always kind of call it stress. But I think stress that was resulting from the dynamic that I was in. Right. And I think we never talk enough about this as women either. I think there's a very much of a quick like, 
and this is almost across the board with health problems, but Mm -hmm, with women especially, like, oh, just go to the doctor and take this pill. You're fine. And even when I'm at the doctors, I want them to explain a little more, and I get a lot of, oh, just take this. I mean, whatever, it happens. Right, yeah. I mean, this was her perspective, too. I asked her, I'm like, this is the second one in six months. What's going on? That's not normal. For Like, I don't think that's normal. And she's like, oh, no, it's totally normal. She's like, you're, uh, you know, a young woman who's sexually active. Yeah, and I just, I don't like that. Yeah, but that means I'm taking antibiotics, which totally screws up my system by the way and i have you know i have to take probiotics to get back on track but right it's not your comfortable pH and like your your physical balance right and it, your like body. it upsets my stomach and it, like it, yeah, my not, body is it's affected. not good for you to take antibiotics every six months right. like ideally you shouldn't have to right so i'm like i so first of all the next time this happens i'm going to try this boric acid trick oh that we learned about hey guys listen up (laughs) gals guys guys who have girlfriends who have problems with this um boric acid is the cure-all the cure-all well i don't want to say cure because we're not medical professionals that's a good point but but a nice alternative or (laughs) while you're waiting to go to the doctor is boric acid the powder buy it at any most drugstores sell it and you can you know ask the pharmacist if you can't find it in the aisle and um and then you buy the little plastic the gel caps mm-hmm. and you fill the little gel cap yourself put it and then you insert it into your and vagina let it dissolve yeah well it's going to dissolve once right. you put it up there <laughs> um and uh and it should largely prevent yeast infections i think it helps regulate you know to prevent utis um the reason boric acid is not marketed is because there's no way to patent it and pharmaceuticals can't make money off of it i throw that go. out there to say Just, this is why it's you know. not promoted yeah. Um, but you still need to go to the doctor if you don't know sure. what you have, if this is something you've never had before. Or and talk with your doctor about using boric acid. But but I'm going to try yeah. it. I'm going to try that next time because I don't want to be on antibiotics again. Right. I learned this from a friend. Uh, well, and the preventive care of it. You know, maybe right before having sex, or not right before, but maybe the day before or or right after having sex, you sure. can put a boric You're... acid gel cap in. Oh, okay, right. That's a good call. So then you're preventing heading down that path. Bottom line, I need to up my immune system, immune system and make sure that I'm strong. However, you know, it, there is also an element of, for me, what I've come to learn about my body is that whenever something like this happens, some kind of irritation or some undiagnosable rash or some like, or um, what else happened? UTI, any of this stuff, whenever it happens, I feel like it's a, it usually for me becomes a gatekeeper in some way. Like usually for me, it's when I allow, when I open myself up to someone sexually that I'm kind of, I'm like, eh, okay. But, and I, and like, if so, if I, and then I get a problem, which just for me, it's like, well, Steph, if you're not totally engaged and you don't really want to do it, then don't do it. (laughs) Right. Right. For me, that's the message I feel like I get from my body. But I, and I do. I do feel like a lot well, of this stuff listen is linked to yourself to more. Yeah. 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 More. No, I do. And, and Well, but and I'm going to just bring you back almost more to a, like, I think it's tied to your nervous system. And the nervous system causes a lot of these reactions, like your lymphatic system is tied to the nervous, right? I mean, this right. causes like your, like, um, herpes, which lead to cold sores, lays in your nervous system, right? True, it's dormant yeah. there. So when there's stress, that's usually when they come out. Right. Right. But I mentioned that to say... Well, I think anything. also, yeah, yeah, I think also it can affect, you a know, cold. pH. I mean, and a cold is a virus and it lays in your system. And then when you're... And I would say if you have a lot of stress, right, immunity totally. goes down. We're going to take a quick break right now. Check us out at pbwitha.com. You can get into the conversation there and also tweet us at TA Sex Talk. 
back to Pushing Patterns with TNA. I'm A. And, and I'm T. <laughs> we've been talking about bacterial vaginosis and how that can lead to bad smelling vaginas. This was really interesting to me in my research when you were talking about this bacterial vaginosis because I haven't had that, but I have had the yeast infections and UTIs. Your vaginal pH, normally 3.5 to 4.5. That's when, if you're healthy. Okay, apparently during your period, blood is has higher... It's a higher pH, yes. seven something. Right, seven, so so you have a generally, yeah, blood has like a pH of seven point four, mm. so it can in, it can throw the pH off of your vagina. I've noticed also, that myself. Sorry, yeah. semen seven point one to eight pH, like that's so much higher than three point five to four point five, which would be your natural climate, right? It just makes sense that there would be craziness going on then. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I but guess there's some different numbers. Well, you know what I wanted to bring up? I was kind of annoyed in my online research of all this stuff because constantly it just keeps saying, yes, women who, you know, if you have multiple sexual partners, you're more inclined to have this yeah, happen. Yeah, here's what it goes. It goes, "How do you avoid getting this?" Yeah, how to avoid? Have less sex. <laughs> yeah, have less sex. Have less sexual have less partners. Sexual partners. And I just I don't need you to share that with me. I'm not going to say no to someone I'm excited to have sex with. Because WebMD said I need to have less sex to avoid yeast infections. Or the CDC. Right. And I'm and I it's just not realistic. Like, what are you talking about? How is that like how a, is that a good recommendation? I mean, this is the same as Catholic schools talking about abstinence, you know, and like cutting education on sexuality. It's this, it's this subversive way of punishing us. Yes. And slut shaming yes. women for having multiple sexual partners. Right. It's the I feel sorry. I feel like it's the <laughs> I it's on the CDC's website. That's part of the system where they're like no, have less sexual partners. Yeah, are you having vaginal infections and have less sexual partners and you know problems down there? Get married, have babies, be a right. part of the system. Have one partner, yeah, and then and here's the thing: is you'll me. still get them. I mean, this is the yes. point. I was in a relationship with someone in a monogamous phase, and I was getting them from the partner. Not from. I mean, I feel like that's putting blame on them. The goal isn't to counter. <laughs> with, yeah. You're getting them with. Yeah. With yeah. your one partner. By the way, yeast infections can be given back and forth. And there actually well, is medication men can take. And most people don't know this. But men right. can go to the doctor and be given a pill to kill sure. any yeast they may be carrying. So if you are with your partner and you see that she's having a big problem with this, you could talk to your doctor. And that might be a good way of cleaning the slate. Right. Like both if, of you take it. If it's just chronically happening, I'll be getting it again. Yeah, yeah. So you take it and her. I and asked her, I asked my doctor about that with the bacterial thing. Because again, like the second time, six months, I'm like, well, maybe, you know, it's one person. But she, she said it's, she, she agreed that that could happen with yeast. Um, not super common, but even less so with um, BV, bacterial vaginosis. So Wait, she thought that you would get it with the right with, one partner? No, that. Um, that it would come back that 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 by having that you would transfer it back and forth oh, 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 oh. yeah 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 okay. and she's like no you take it he takes a shower and he's fine i mean it's right right, not... right okay yeah that that you don't contaminate your partner right, right. like there isn't a right so this is something that women are more delicate to the other thing is i was surprised to read this because like i said i've only had yeast issues and mm -hmm. you are you know we're talking about this bacterial vaginosis it's a misconception that the yeast infection is 
the most common problem. Like a lot of women will have a problem down there. Like you're saying, like, how do they identify it? They'll be quick to say, oh, I'm feeling discomfort. It must be a yeast right. infection. Or I'm ovulating or it's just a funky time. Right. But it's actually the second leading type. So only 29% of infections that women feel down there are yeast. So the m- most common, number one, is actually bacterial vaginosis, which I think goes back to what you're saying about that sex party, which is... You know, we're not sure, but we're speculating that someone <laughs> maybe had a bacterial vaginosis infection and needed to address it. Yeah, clearly, and that, that's yes. the other thing, right? Like these miss—I don't know. There's, you Mis- know, well, just misunderstandings, not knowing right what's possible, and or or again, just thinking like, oh, well, that's just my smell, that's just my scent, and it could be, yeah, but it could also not be, right? Because you always wonder. It's like, well, how could they go around smelling like that? Yeah, it's actually supposed because to, I would say it should smell good in the way that body odor I, can smell good. Does that make sense? Is that I a guess, fair, that's like a hard thing Sure, I mean, I'm not an it's expert. It's an acquired I, scent because we deodorize ourselves so aggressively. Yeah, but, but I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there are women with strong scents. Oh, oh, but I wanted to share. Oh, yeah, so, for sure. So Some I was are being, much more pungent than others. And and it's healthy. It's fine. They're, they're, that's their healthy scent. But it but should be pungent I was with delicious. A, I was with a lover and we were... Um, we weren't having sex because I didn't want to have sex. I felt like I might be, it's like, oh, I think this might be a bacterial infection. And so we were just sort of slightly being intimate. And he says, he's like, oh, I love your scent. And I'm like, I'm like, no, it's <laughs> like, not my normal I, scent. I, so I told him, I said, I said, you know what? I, I, this isn't, something's wrong. I don't, this isn't my normal scent. He's like, no, no I love it. I love it. Uh, so, I, I, which is sweet. <laughs> and he probably was, you know, very just activated and like, well, and yeah, really attracted whatever. to you anyway. Sure. And Excited just, and already. whatever, whatever you are, I love it and I'll take it. And, but, um, but I could see how if a woman doesn't know, you know, and a guy's just being in, you know, totally enthralled and not really understanding that there is a difference between that smell mm-hmm. and a healthy pungent vaginal <laughs> vaginal smell that you know you could just keep keep going but this is an awkward situation because it makes me think of a friend of mine once had crabs and it was a man going down on her who said whoop i think you have crabs <laughs> and that's such a <sighs> that's awful Random. humiliating experience it well is, hard but- to not feel I mean, obviously, I think there's always your tactful approach in communicating with someone. Is there an issue? I mean, is this a place that how could a man even, you know, if you do think maybe your partner has something off? I mean, I suppose it depends on your level of intimacy. Like, is it a one night stand? Maybe not your place. Okay, so for guys who are listening, I would suggest if you think that your partner has maybe having a bacterial infection, maybe ask them like, oh, is this your normal scent or, you know, where are you in your cycle? You seem a little different. Or you know what I mean? Mm. Or to, to I ask like that them. latter one in the sense that if it's a partner whose body you know, I right? Mean, whose body you know? I wouldn't go there on a one night stand. I feel no, like it's hard it's, to no, but it, but intimate partners. Sure, but there's you know casual lovers you see here and there. There's more regularly, right? So ask them. Ask them. You know, I would pose it that way. Yeah, actually, I like that idea of what you're saying, which is it's not whoa, that's bad, but but oh, is something this, seems this, different. Right, something seems different. From the different. last time is, I was down here. Is it just your cycle or maybe they've been stressed or eating differently or maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is, it is, does need but to be treated. But it's something real and something, I don't want to say common, but it's... it's well, it's, it's the present. most common... Infection you can have. You and can have we've all had them and as women in our late 20s. I've had non, non-smelly ones. <laughs> Bacterial infections that don't smell. God, that's challenging. It's, I've had ones that don't smell and now I've had a couple that do smell. So I, you know, and it's like, 
they yeah. come in all shapes and sizes kids you know what's funny is i had a uti recently i wasn't sure that i had it i felt the twinge and um and then i i kind of ignored it i was like that's weird because i haven't had sex in a while and you normally get it from sex like mm-hmm. even i was had sort of just gotten used to that mm-hmm. and then uh honestly i think it was travel i was wearing tights like all these kinds of things that Different can create moisture anymore. yeah and and uh and i ended up with this horribly inflamed uti like it was really one of the more painful ones that made me fatigued well, and irritable to kidney uh, i was incredibly irritable yeah and and uh bacterial vaginosis could possibly lead to pid pelvic inflammatory disease what so is that do we know do you know details i don't know details about pid i've never had it but sounds it, bad pelvic inflammatory disease I, it sounds like infl- inflammation like the whole area is just internally inflamed I don't know. Wow. But and so, you know, so they, it, they it say does need to get treated. This is a a further along the road issue, but in theory it makes you more vulnerable to contracting an STD if someone if a partner you're with does have one. True. Yeah. Just FYI, I don't know if that's relevant. Well, it's always helpful. Knowledge yeah. is empowering. Yeah, so uh I guess, you know, so that's it. I think we're going to, you know, wrap up shortly, but in summary, it happened to me I didn't think it ever would because I'm in tune with my body and a very hygienic young lady and sexually smart, but it did. Right. And I was surprised and I was a little embarrassed (laughs) and now I'm telling all of you and it's all over the world. (laughs) (laughs) But I, and thank you for sharing it. Hopefully you won't feel embarrassed when you have one too. (laughs) Right. Just confront and, and, and know what it is. Yeah. No shame. (laughs) Well, I feel good about that. If you guys have had experiences with that or have felt shame around it and how did you deal with it, share those stories with us at our site, pbwithta.com. You can either call in and leave a voicemail or uh, what is the other way to email. submit? You can email us. You can tweet us at tweet us at sex talk. you can hop onto our facebook we're on facebook and instagram instagram as well. us a photo no i mean what <laughs> <laughs> um no but really I, I would be interested even in and even guys the way that they've dealt with it for sure um or or if you guys weren't sure you know give us a call we'll email you some resources um cool or share your story thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe on itunes and please leave a review because that's the best way you can help us grow you're listening to pushing boundaries with tna i'm t and i'm a Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.